It is very powerful. It's very unique. No two people have the same drive, the same mission. They may have some similar goals, but they're not going to have the same legacy. It's something special that only you have for you. Nobody can take it away. Nobody can diminish it. Nobody can stand in your way. And I would say if they did and you felt like you were getting blocked, then one, your legacy, your mission, your purpose, not big enough. Small habits, big changes. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to today's episode where I'm going to give you a few surefire ways that you're going to feel better. You are going to want to hear this. For the past 30 years, I have been on a quest and it continues today. Started in the early 90s and each and every day, I'm always curious about what is going to be the most optimal approach to energy, to feeling great, to reaching my goals, to fulfilling my legacy. A lot of you out there may not have that curiosity. You may not have any interest in doing the things that I've done um, or that I continue to do. Maybe you don't want to go to Reiki or cranial sacral or have intensive massage inside your mouth. Go to Feldenkrais or an osteopath or a chiropractor or have a continuous glucose monitor jabbed into your arm to wear a biometric that measures your sleep and your strain and your recovery. Maybe you don't want to cut out sugar. Maybe you don't want to cut out meat or dairy or focus on locally sourced produce and non-GMO. Maybe none of that's of interest to you. Maybe you don't want to have reflexology on a regular basis. Maybe you don't want to do cold plunges or take cold showers. Maybe you don't want to read all the ingredients in the very small print on everything you buy or download an app that scans it for you that tells you whether it's healthy or not. Maybe you don't want to think of any of these things. You don't want to think about how you can manage your glycemic index. You don't want to manage your state of emotions. Maybe you do not care to be vibrant. Wait a minute. All but that last one. I think most of you do want to live with a sense of vibrancy. I think most people do want to feel good, free of aches and pains. I think most people want to be happy. And part of that is being and feeling great in your body and allowing it and supporting it and doing whatever you want it to do. I think most people want the benefits without doing the work. And that's okay if that's you. It, it is 90% of the population, I would say, maybe more, being kind. Unfortunately, that's not exactly the way it works. Everybody wants like a flat stomach, six-pack abs. Nobody wants to like stay hydrated, manage their nutrition, go to bed early every night. Go to bed at a regular time at nine o'clock, nine, 10 o'clock. It's not early. It's early compared to midnight and everything's relative, but it's not early, like too early to get the benefits. It's, it is the way it works. You have to put something into it. I'm here to give you as much information as you need to move forward. But if the hacks and the simple things that I, I express to you and share with you, if you're not willing to do those, you have to look at, 
at your belief system and your mindset as to why you're not willing to try or to execute or to stumble or to fall. Like whatever myth you have going on right now in your head that thinks that that leads you to believe that you will someday stumble upon some magic pill that you can take, it's never going to happen. It's never, ever going to happen. You have one life, and if you want to make it to a healthy hundred, I'm going to a buck fifty. But if you want to make it to a healthy hundred, you need to start now. A Chinese proverb says, you know, best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time right now, today. So what's stopping you? I've gotten feedback. I've asked around to my sister, my trainer, my buddy from high school, like what topics they want to hear about. And I have a list brewing. It involves goals and intention and communication and connection. And I want to touch on this first because mindset is so important. If you don't have the right mindset going into goal setting, I don't think the outcome is going to be very fruitful. If you don't have the right mind going into communication or connection, I'm not sure that it'll work. And as far as intention, I think of them as very similar. Having the right mindset is very correlated with having the intention. Like your, your intention sets the foundation for whatever you're about to build. And while setting an intention seems very subtle and almost superfluous, like what does it matter? I'll just go and execute. It does matter, especially in a spiritual realm, whether you believe in it or not, there is a whole load of synchronicities and frequencies that align when your intention is pure and you believe in what you're doing and who you are, there's some bit of magic in the universe that allows things to come together. And sometimes you have to believe in something a little bit bigger than yourself. We talked on the, uh, we talked on that topic a little bit last week about have about your purpose and your legacy and being connected to something greater than yourself. Imagine if you had something so strong in your future, like a magnet, okay? Imagine it like magnetism, like you're one side and this magnet is so strong in your future that it literally, it's pulling you in that direction. Like you are uncontrollably being drawn to that polarity. That's pretty cool. Like if you think about it, if you have a mission, if you have a legacy so big and so strong, so powerful, and it's and you're aligned with it, your intention is to fulfill it. You have this amazing force that's just sucking you into it, and it gets you up every morning. You don't need to be motivated. Motivation could be its own topic. But for me, motivation is, is I don't ever even, it doesn't even cross my path. Like, do I lay in bed in the morning and go, I need to get some motivation to get up? No. I think it was, uh, it might've been Jim Rohn who said, you know, people will ask like, where are you getting up? Why are you getting up so early? So, well, if you, if you were up to what I'm up to, you'd be getting up early as well. Like, where are you going? What you, what you need to do so early? The excitement is so palpable within you that you don't need any extrinsic motivation at all. 
And that's the thing. It seems like that magnet, that legacy, that purpose, the mission that you have, if you have it, it seems outside of you in this analogy. Like it would seem outside, like it's, pull, but it's not, it's actually inside. It's a, it's a frequency. It's a vibration that pulls you to complete. And the process along the way is what makes us who we are. Will I fulfill my legacy? Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's my job to do it to the best of my ability and to strive for betterment and to chase my potential, if you will. If you want to um, paraphrase Matthew McConaughey. It is very powerful. It's very unique. No two people have the same drive, the same mission. They may have some similar goals, but they're not going to have the same legacy. It's something special that that only you have for you. Nobody can take it away. Nobody can diminish it. Nobody can stand in your way. And I would say if they did and you felt like you were getting blocked, then one, your legacy or mission, your purpose, not big enough. It's not your real purpose may just be a goal. Or two, you're not aligned with it, which means it's not yours. Because when it's yours, you will be aligned with it and there will be absolutely no roadblocks. There will be challenges along the way, of course. But the challenge is not what you're obtaining or not able to obtain. The challenge is, can you and do you show up every day as you authentically with the intention to be whatever it is you're shooting to be? And if that's aligned with your legacy and your North Star, what's pulling you to it, then you'll be happy. You'll be intermittently happy. Happy is not an ongoing state, but you'll be fulfilled. You'll feel a sense of purpose that will, that will resonate with you. You'll feel a sense of confidence, uh, esteem that you're on the right path for you. And I think when it comes to goal setting, goal setting is really those are like helping you get to the mileposts of how you think you're going to get to that end goal, if you will. Now, the universe may tell you otherwise. You may reach a goal and be like, ooh, that didn't seem to help me get closer to where I wanted to go. Though I'm not sure that there's ever a wrong in there. People love to harp on, you know, don't get caught on failures or um, if you do it, you know, you got to do it wrong a few times before you get it right. I, I don't know. I think they're all right ways. I think there's a reason why sometimes you take a turn. Maybe you thought it was in alignment with where you were going and then you realized it wasn't. There's valuable lesson in that and opportunity in that. And sometimes there's fun you know, kismet opportunities where you would not have otherwise met a certain person or they wouldn't have introduced you to someone else. And the way the universe works is really sort of wicked. It's, it's very, it's magical. And so whether you trust in that, whether you believe in that may or may not help propel you along. But I would say before you set a bunch of goals, if you don't have your purpose clear, if you're mission is not just crystal clear to you and you know which way your North Star is, like no matter what, then that is your first goal. 
That is your very first goal. You must get that or else your goals will be completely empty when they're accomplished. If your goal is to uh, fit into a certain size pant or a certain weight on the scale or being able to do a certain amount of push-ups or pull-ups, run a certain distance in a certain time, if you were trying to make a certain amount of money, certain amount of revenue or certain amount of profit. These things are really very trivial. When you fit into that size pants, what, what's going to be different? When you make 100K in a year, in a month, what's going to be different? When you weigh a certain number on the scale, which is completely ridiculous to have that goal, I want you to hear, not from just a thin person, but from someone who understands that there is no relation to that in health in most contexts. Muscle is heavier than fat. In most instances, you're going to see a larger number if you're more muscular. These are very um, critical points of context that need to be applied to anyone looking at a number on the scale. And similar to like push-ups or pull-ups, it's nice to have a goal. If you've been able to do six and you want to do 10 or you want to do 100 one day or you want to do 100 every day and you're working on that for, you know, six months to a year to get yourself built up, whatever it is, those are those are palpable goals and, and they do have some merit as far as commitment, as far as daily exertion about keeping your mind focused on your goal and uh, progressing towards that goal. These are small goals that may help your commitment in the long run. And I encourage you to look at what it is you're trying to obtain. Are you going to be the same person when you fit into those pants, when you can do 100 push-ups, when you make 100 grand a month? Are you going to be the same person? Does your legacy change? If you ask yourself these very telling questions, and are honest, it's probably easier to journal the responses, but if you're honest with your response, I think you'll find that these are distractions. I think setting a goal for these things, and I certainly have been guilty of this, and I've reached nearly every goal I've ever set. And so in that way, I'm not poo-pooing goals. I certainly think there, there is value in them. However, the value is a little bit different than what I think most people think. We talked about, uh, we've talked about be, do, and have versus do, be, have. Being the person that you want to be, that you want the rest of the world to see, being that person is the most important thing. Doing actions and things that will get you closer to consistently being that person, to improving that person, to bettering that person, to connecting with that person. Those are the the actions. Having things that support you in doing the behaviors that help you be the person, very important. I think people go very materialistic there. We certainly are a, a population of over-consumers living a more minimal, minimalistic lifestyle. There's massive rewards in that. Probably do a whole episode on talking about minimalism just not collecting things and stuff. It makes for a very cluttered space in, in often times, and it makes for a cluttered mind. Working with people in their homes and transitioning in their space, I find that feedback a lot is that they don't have enough storage space. I'm like, what are you storing? Think about the home in relation to your mind. How much are you storing up there? Like 
what's important to be storing? Like any superfluous information, you could just Google. Yeah, we're going to store memories. Do you also don't want to store memories to the point where you're obstructing new memories and new experiences from happening. I think in the long run, coming back around to some intention and also some clarity is to really look at minimizing the amount of stuff you keep in your head and the amount of stuff, therefore, you keep in your body and the amount of stuff you keep in your closets and on your shelves and in your drawers. There is a correlation with the house and the psyche. And I think this is a great example of when your house is tidy and it's not overpopulated with people, pets, and things, it lends itself to a clearer mind without a lot of distraction of, I need to clean that up. I need to organize that. Yes, there's a time and place for that. And if you have too much stuff or you have lots of stuff, or even if you have any stuff, yes, apply that now. Get to the point where you're not consuming and collecting. And same for your mind space. Don't hold on to things in your mind. Get them out on paper. This is where writing is so, so very helpful. If you have not just a to-do list, but a list of apologies or forgiveness or people that you can or can't talk to currently in this realm, write them a letter. Get it out of your system because holding it in there is actually a key contributor to pathology, to dis-ease. It makes a huge difference. And if you don't believe me, try it on. It's really simple. What, what do you have to lose from that? Try setting a goal of writing three letters a month. See, I went easy on you. Not a day, not a week, a month. One a week, and then you can skip one week because you have some other excuse that you think is more important. Take time, five, 10 minutes, sit down. It could be a note. It could be a paragraph, and it could end up being a very long letter. Just let it all out. You actually don't even have to make it legible. If you want to do it in the dark and just write it, and then when you turn on the light, you've literally written over the same line over and over again. It doesn't matter because it comes out of your system. And if you don't feel lighter and freer afterwards, don't do it again. I don't think that's going to happen. I've done this practice for decades. Since I was a kid, actually, probably four decades, writing a letter writing a journal entry that just says, dear so-and-so. Sometimes it's to yourself, sometimes it's to a teacher, sometimes a coworker, a spouse, a sibling, a friend, a lover, whatever. It doesn't really matter. The premise is that you have some message rolling around in your head that you could have said, wished you would have said, or would never say. But the energy that it has inside your head that's sticking in there is what we want to release. We want to open up space. This is not at all the topic that I thought I'd talk about today. So I, I hope that it's landing. Um, I have a feeling, you know, if just one of you hears the message and thinks, oh, I should write a letter to Uncle Jim and tell him that that was really cool what he did when I was eight or I really need to write a note to uh, my brother and say, you know what, bygones or whatever the case may be. Wish them well, express forgiveness or express desire for connection, express whatever it is that you're holding on to. Because if it's angst or if it's regret, it's going to, it is 
currently and will continue to eat at you. And at the end of your life, whether that's soon or 100 years from now, like me, you won't be able to bring anything you have with you. You can't bring your uh, play box or whatever those things are called. Xbox. I don't play video games. <laughs> so you can't. I don't even know what it's called. Nintendo. Atari. Played an Atari when I was a kid. Um, can't bring those with you. Can't bring any money with you. Tony Robbins says you don't want to be the richest man in the graveyard. I think that was him that said that, right? Can't bring that money with you. What are you going to do with your life? What's the purpose? Some of you need to clear some space within your body, within your mind, within your soul to find your purpose. So in that way, this cleaning out, this spring cleaning, good time to do it. It's a great time to just look and see what's going on. So you get some things out of the way so you can introduce what's really meant to be there, which is your purpose. And you may not know it now, and you may not know it in six months, but you're not going to know it with a bunch of clutter. So let's clean it up. If you have any questions about some methods as to how you could do that, other than, say, writing in your journal, writing letters, then please, you're welcome to, we'd love it, you join our growing wellness community. It's by text. It is free if you get to, if you can make U.S. calls. Just text the word yes to 206-483-2960. Again, 206-483-2960. Text the word yes there. It'll prompt you to put in a couple details. And then we don't blow up your phone, but all of those texts are seen by me. And I'm the one that responds if you text, if you join the community. And we'll give you some updates as to when a new episode might be dropping. And we'll start doing a little bit of daily gold, which is what we'll send out a little tip that just a one-liner of something that you can do that day that will help you get more aligned, help you start getting on the track that you need to be on. So whatever that is for you. If you enjoyed any time of this at all, if you got any gold, any inspiration, it made you think consider sharing it with a friend or a loved one who you want to encourage to be their best self. You can obviously check us out on YouTube. That's where we have a video. But other than that, anywhere you get your podcasts, you, you can share with a friend. You can leave a comment. You can review or rate. Or like I said, you can send us a text. Tell us what you want to hear. I say us because I have a team that helps me edit and produce the episode. So that's why I'm not confused with my identity as whether I'm singular or plural. I am an I and I am a we. <laughs> it might just be me here standing here, but I have a team of people that really helped me to produce a decent quality episode for you guys each and every week. And we look at what we can do for future episodes. And we will definitely touch on any topic that, that you have. So feel free to share it. And until next time, Robert says it's lunchtime and be awesome. 
Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel any part of this episode resonated with you, then please consider sharing it with a friend who may also find value in it. And remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And before you go, did you know we have a fantastic free text community? If you want more bite-sized health hacks and reminders delivered directly to your phone, absolutely free, then text keyword YES to 206-483-2960. Again, that's keyword YES to 206-483-2960. And we'll see you on the inside.